Welcome to the Turn Up Your Volume podcast, where you will get inspired by female entrepreneurs sharing their stories with the world. Discover how you can get the publicity you deserve to build the business of your dreams. I'm your host, Alison Fraser. my whole adult life telling stories about other people but today's guest is going to talk to us about telling our own stories so we can connect to our customers. Sarah Cross is a two-time international best-selling author with her books Ignite Happiness and Ignite Your Wisdom. She's also a coach in the art of storytelling and helps people create authentic stories. Sarah is from the UK like me and until recently was living in New Zealand, but she's currently back in the UK and podcasts like this are examples of how we can connect so easily with people around the globe. So when it comes to your story, you can think big. I've been a guest on Sarah's podcast, Stories That Wow, and I shared how I went from couch to Iron Man. And I know now that I will be weaving some of my own story into my work. So let's hear from Sarah. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah. Thank you so much. I am so delighted to be here. I'm going to go straight into it and ask you what makes a great story. That is a great question. I think there are all types of stories to begin with. And I think we take lead from the amazing film people and the industry like Netflix and everyone else and what they manage to do I think in a lot of great stories is that suspense that I want more the idea that you really are listening to a story and you don't want to turn away you want to carry on you want to find out what happens next and I think that relates to any kind of story that we tell it also is a story I think that is relatable where you connect to those are really great stories where you kind of oh my goodness yes that happened to me or wow it starts you dreaming as well thinking I can do that too it's the stories to me are where you have these emotional reactions where you're just want to find out more or you want to connect with a person they make you want to do something I think the greatest stories um, lead us to action and doing but also they they can change us I've heard stories that have like completely changed the way I think about things and just one story and that to me is powerful so um, I was just going to ask you next, you know, why is storytelling so important? But you've already alluded to the fact that it's powerful. Therefore, that makes it important. Yes, the ability to change other people's opinions, because when our emotions are drawn in, when our emotions are transformed by hearing something, um, one of my favorite stories that really is based on a TED talk by a guy called Eddie Jaku, who was in the Holocaust and he went through such horrific experiences and for a long time was really struggling with facing what he went through. But it was only when he told the story of how at the birth of his first son, he looked down at his son and he realized in this moment, 
oh my goodness, if I carry on the way I am, I'm just going to be sad for the rest of my life. I'm going to pass all this on to my son and I get to choose and I'm going to choose to be the happiest man on earth. And that's totally what he did. And he became a best-selling author at the age of 100 called, he wrote a book called The Happiest Man on Earth. And this TED Talk, which is pretty much a story by him, when I listened to it, I was just so hanging on every word he said. He had this huge smile on his face. And I realized how important it is, firstly, to let go, because when we hold on to that pain, we're actually doing a disservice to ourselves. That hatred that builds up inside us is actually damaging us. And his story of what he went through and the book that I read made me realize that and how we all get to choose. We get to choose how we react, how we're going to show up every day. And that story I will never forget because as soon as I heard it, it just changed the way I viewed things. That is amazing that you can hear a story and it just changes everything about you, like the trajectory that you're on. Yes, 100%. And I think the best stories are like that. And also they're memorable. You know, I, I do love statistics. I do love facts, but they're really hard for our brains to retain. And stories actually release chemicals that help us remember things. And we all know that it's far easier to remember a good story. We remember them from our childhood. It's it's how we taught from the word mm. go, really, to communicate, to interact. We teach them to kids, and then we kind of stop somewhere along the path. But I still think sharing stories is just such a fundamental um a fundamental way of communication that has been passed down through the centuries because before we had the ability to write and record things down messages and legends and important information was carried on through generations with stories and I think this is something that we've kind of also forgotten this art of storytelling that I know is so powerful. Can anyone become a good storyteller? I know lots of people like, oh, I, I, can't, I don't have a story or I can't tell stories, but tell us yourself. Yes, absolutely. I believe most of us, firstly, the stories are buried within because I do believe a lot of children, you know, they love stories and we love stories as a child and children will come back and tell you what went on. And that is the start of the storytelling. And I truly believe that often because it's not really been something we've ever necessarily been kind of trained to do, that we don't see moments of our lives or days in terms of a story. We just think of it as something that happened. And so all of us have stories because all of us have things that we face and deal with every single day, but it's just changing our perspective so that we view these things or realign them to become a story. You hear lots of stories with your podcast, Stories That Wow, and you help women, well, anyone like with the art of storytelling yourself. But when did you realize that you could tell stories in such a powerful way? I think the key was when I became a 
best selling author. And so when you have to write a story, you have to edit something over and over again, which means in the process that you actually get really familiar with a very short story. And it was a, a story for a chapter. And so this story that I first told, I became quite good at telling it. And it's a really interesting, exciting story about how I took my children with my husband on a small boat from London across the English Channel and down through the French canal system on a relatively small boat with no functioning water, no, no cover, no cabins, nothing. So it was like this huge adventure. And there were so many things that happened along the way that really woke me up because I'd been very much like stay-at-home mom and this was this was a huge thing and I was like, like everything's going to go wrong of course it didn't and it taught me so much in the process and learning this story and repeating the story it was just something that I found that I really enjoyed and I think often we don't do stuff because we don't think we're good at it and so we get good by practicing and repeating. And because I was telling the story, because it was in a book over and over, I got confident about telling this story, which then was like, oh, I like doing this. I think I can help other people do this. And so it really led on from there. What are some of your favorite stories that you've heard? On my podcast? Yeah. Mm. That's such a hard one to answer because every single person that I have on has so a unique story. But without a shadow of the doubt, one of the most memorable conversations of my life. And again, when I came off the podcast with Catherine Switzer, who you yourself know, her story of what she overcame and becoming the first woman to officially run the Boston Marathon is so powerful. I mean, she's such a legend. And so just spending time with her, listening to what she went through, listening to then what she's gone on to create and help other people and achieve. I mean, I think what was so powerful was I came off that conversation and was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> like I can do more. I, I'm, I can run a marathon, you know, like, and the same also with the conversation that I had with you, your story as well, you know, it's from couch, from couch potato, it had that same impact on me to um, Ironman is an incredible journey and I mean after as well I said to my husband I think I think I want to want to do something I want to either run half a marathon maybe I should start up again but it really is inspiring and I think one of the inspiring things is because we all know how hard it is we all know that we might have dabbled and like with you I haven't actually ever even done half a marathon I've talked about it a lot I kind of started doing the training and then it fizzled out and so when you meet people that have done these achievements I think there's a huge amount of respect and inspiration and motivation and, and that all comes from storytelling. Yeah, that story with Catherine because I think as you said before with when you were telling your story the more you told it the better you got at it and you could see what made a good story she's told her story 
hundreds, thousands of times, but every single time you hear, it doesn't matter how many times you've heard her actually tell the story, you still get so caught up in it and you want to know what happens next, even though you already know. (laughs) Yes. And what was so powerful, and I think that is also another part of being a great storyteller, is like you just said, Catherine had told her story thousands of times, but it felt like she was telling it for the first time. Mm. She really put herself into that story and you felt that. And I was very in awe of, of her and her storytelling. Yeah. Uh, we'll put a link to that episode from your podcast if people want to to find that one because I think everyone should hear her story yeah absolutely so um you said anyone can become a good storyteller um I guess you don't have to be a good writer to be a good storyteller like what myths do you have you heard about storytelling that you can bust for us I think the what I actually encounter with the people I work with are comments like you just said, I don't have any good stories. Like I hear that and I'm like, well, you've lived a life. (laughs) You wake up every day, you do something. But I think people feel like, oh, I haven't gone sailing around the world. Oh, I haven't gone to this country or led a great expedition or done something that is like book worthy. But I all believe when you start talking to people and or when I start talking to people, you start really listening and everybody has great things that they've gone through, great stories that they often have forgotten. We forget within themselves, ourselves, like what's happened in the past. And sometimes we need these triggers to remind us. But you can have great events, even if you've lived in the same house all your life. There could be something that happened one day with a neighbor or the way that we just change the way that we tell a day rather than telling a day as just a day. We can move it into being more of a story, you know, where a moment happens within that story, where something changes or there's some transformation or some suspension or something like that that really um, makes it more of a story. So I think that's a big one. I don't have any stories. I do hear that a lot. (laughs) And I'm sure that you can always find the story from the person. Probably many stories. Yes. <laughs> how, how does storytelling translate into the business world? Like what should business owners um, think about for storytelling and how it can help them? Well, the more I read, because I'm an avid reader as well, the more I believe that, like Seth Godin says, um, marketing is storytelling. And so really when you are talking about your business, The way that I think comes across as more natural is when you put it into a story. And like we have discussed before, a lot of people find it quite hard to talk about themselves and just, you know, we all think about the old car salesman and buy this and do this. And and that doesn't attract a lot of people. But when you can talk about, for example, why you started your business or maybe some kind of hard challenge that you've had to overcome in your business that, you know, you were almost about to close, but then you didn't. And, you know, round the corner was something that really propelled you forward. 
there are so many stories within our business, you know, uh, that I think are really powerful because we've all become conscious consumers and we want to know the face behind the business, who they are, what they stand for, what their values are, what they mean. Um, and so framing what we do, who we are, and even our customer story, which is the most powerful story, really. Um, these are all really great, authentic, unique ways. And that's another element, really unique. We all think, oh, no, someone else is doing that. How am I can I compete? They've got more experience, all those things. But we all have our unique story and we all have our unique audience. And so when we can talk about the different stories about that relate to our business we're naturally selling ourselves I think without even trying it makes you more of a more likely to buy from that person than someone who is anonymous yes absolutely I mean we all look for different things when we purchase but I know from myself I am a real sucker for a good story <laughs> And I've bought bottles of wine, fall in love with them because of the story written on the back of the label in the States. Once I know that a product, you know, was started up by maybe a woman or a young couple and all this kind of thing, that to me is like, oh, I love that. <laughs> I'll buy that rather than the big yeah. chain thing any day. <laughs> so, yes, um, for me, it's such a great way to market. And marketing is now even huge companies are reframing their branding and the way they talk about themselves as, you know, we started in 1800 and and what they went through because they no one wants to come across as an anonymous big company they want it to feel personal and the way you get something to feel personal is you tell a story yeah making those connections yes like, exactly like connecting exactly. yeah connecting to their customers so yeah, yes. I think everyone should have some homework here to find out, work out what stories they can tell. Can you tell us, Sarah, about how you help people to tell their story? What do you do? So I am a storytelling coach, um, which is actually a name I invented until I realized, of course, I was not the first. <laughs> there's many of us out there, um, but there's more and more people, I think, becoming aware of it. And so I help people form their stories that are unique for them, for their business. I also do courses, group courses to help people upskill and practice those, those essential kind of skills, because I do think the more we start seeing things as stories, it's, it's a lot about perspective. And once we start looking for them and they don't even have to be our stories, you know, we're, can start off by collecting other people's stories but the more you collect I see it as like a library and I think I really love helping shift people's perspective so all of a sudden they're like oh I have got stories and start forming them into something that they can use whether it's on their social media or um, for part of a book or whatever it is for because there's so many uses and all the best public speakers are great storytellers and they weave them into their message all the time 
And so I think there's so many areas that storytelling can be used in. Uh, and really, that's what I help people to do. And I guess if you've got one really great story, you can tell it over and over and over again to many different audiences. Yes, exactly. Because I think that's what I realized when I was telling you that story earlier, the one that really kickstarted me with this trip across the English Channel, because there were so many messages I could pull out of the one story. So you can have one story and it can be used for different audiences or for different points or whatever you're using. And in itself, that I, I think a lot as well is to do with, I know myself, gaining confidence. And that comes after from talking more and communicating. And I've even believe that this is a skill that can enhance our relationships with our friends, with our family, that rather than giving people advice about what they should or shouldn't do, we can tell a story of a similar time when we faced a similar challenge without and, and that same message, but in a much more gentler approach. Mm. Where can people find you, Sarah? I'll put the, it's all in the show notes, but just tell us if, if they're listening right now and want to look you up on the on their device yes absolutely so you can drop me an email if you'd like to find out more about the coaching which is at sarah at the storytellingart.com i'm also on facebook sarah cross and occasionally on instagram <laughs> um sarah cross dot storyteller i believe and um also, my podcast, Stories That Wow, which is where I interact with people like Catherine and yourself to have those amazing, unforgettable experiences. Yeah. Is there anyone that you've not yet interviewed who's on your wish list? Yeah, anyone you want to share? One. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> there are so many. It's, it's really hard. I would love, and I'm, I've reached out, She's. Um, I would love Ellen MacArthur, I think. She would be an incredible person, you know, having sailed around the world on her own. That's such an incredible, and me, myself, having spent lots of time at sea, I would love to hear her perspective of those times, you know, alone on the boat or that real drive and energy and grit. I think she would be a very inspiring person to have on board. Mm. Fingers crossed you get Ellen on then. I'd love to hear yes. that too. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and one final question that I like to ask everyone, because I am a bit of an ice cream addict. Um, what is your ultimate favourite flavour or flavour combination? Now, that's a really interesting question because <laughs> I am lactose intolerant. So it would have to be sorbet for me. And it would have to be mango, I think mango is really although the best that I ever had was when we were in Canada and it was blueberry and coconut oh, yeah. dairy free because there are some incredible dairy free ice creams these days mm. and yes to, to have a real homemade one from a real specialist place that was dairy free that's a real treat 
Well, I know you're back in the UK right now, so I'll let you know about my favorite ice cream place where they've got lots of vegan options, so therefore dairy free for you to try. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on, Sarah, and telling us about storytelling and how anyone can do it. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. And that is actually my mission that we all become master storytellers. Mm. So this is everyone's permission now to get cracking on their story. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Here are my takeaways. One, a great story is something that has you wanting to know more. You could have an emotional reaction and it makes you want to do something as a result. Two, stories have the ability to change us and our opinions. Three, we remember things through stories, which is why storytelling has featured throughout history. Four, everyone has a story. Even someone who does the same thing every day has a story that they can tell. Five, the more you tell a story, the better you get at it. You can self-edit and you also grow in confidence. And six, marketing is storytelling. There are so many stories in your business, such as why you are in the business you're in, what you stand for, etc., that can help you connect to your customers. I'd love to know what stories you can now tell about yourself and your business as a result of hearing from Sarah. Let me know via email to alison at alisonfraser.co, that's A-L-I-S-O-N-F-R-A-S-E-R, or in our Facebook group, Turn Up Your Volume. All of today's links are in the show notes, including the gelato store that I mentioned to Sarah off air. Now, I've got some exciting interviews coming up over the next few weeks, including one from an Emmy award winning journalist through to an amazing business mindset coach. So keep an ear out for those. The best way to make sure that you don't miss an episode is by tapping on the follow icon in your podcast app. Thanks for listening. I'll speak to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Turn Up Your Volume podcast. For more info, visit alisonfraser.co. And for future episodes, be sure to subscribe.